0: We're back Swazers, what a couple of weeks it's been in the beautiful city of Cardiff and more importantly down at the Cardiff City Stadium. A star was born in blue in Ollitana along with the birth of what many call a new era under the new boss Arrow Bullet. and potentially returning to what many call the Cardiff way. As mentioned there's a lot to feel excited about at the moment. But before we get into any of that firstly let me introduce my co-host Right hand man, a new fortune teller by the sound of it, William
1: I <laughs> was it cracking well? I'm, I'm all good, mate. Yeah, fortune teller. I've been on a bit, a bit of a run recently, known ball. Uh guess the Tanner goal. Um said to you about grand scoring that day as well. Yeah. I'm are a couple of bets recently, so. <laughs> flying. Feel like, it feels like I'm no footballer. Right <laughs> flying, flying. <laughs> and I'm very excited yeah. to say I'm also
0: joined by presenter, producer, and music artist making his Swaz debut. Very pleased to announce. It's
2: Jardinho, how's it going Dan? How's it going boys? Thank you very much for having me on. Um yeah, really excited to make my uh my Suarez debut. Um uh, yeah, looking forward boys, and uh yeah, it, it it feels like we're a million miles away from where we were a couple of months back with oh. uh, watching Cardiff, haven't we?
0: Don't get me started, don't get me started. Well hopefully you get a few goals on this debut. <laughs> Well, remember, we're at SwazPod on the Twitter, Facebook and now Instagram. So like, love, share, comment and most importantly, subscribe. So we have a lot to cover today, lads. A lot of success to cover for the change, which is nice to say. But first off, Dan, you're a massive Bluebirds and a Wales Away fan. Firstly, I want to know on a personal note, where did it all start for yourself?
2: Yeah, so... um well, in terms of football, <clears throat> in terms of Cardiff, um, yeah, I've been I've been watching Cardiff since since I was born. Like um, I I was born in Cardiff, um, back in '95. Feels like I met her like thirty years ago now, maybe. Um, <laughs> <was getting> <laughs> yeah, uh, and yeah, my dad's a huge Cardiff fan, and uh, yeah, I, I was going to games since I was a. Uh, uh, like a baby, I think so. Uh, I think there's a memory of me kicking Bobby Gould in the back of the head as a child. So, uh, <laughs> that, yeah. So yeah, I've been I've been watching Cardiff uh, for ages. We moved, we moved to West Wales when I when I was ten, um, and yeah, every Saturday, hour and a half down the M four, and then oh, hour and a half back. Sure, yeah. Sure. So we've uh, yeah been watching Cardiff all my life, really, um, for my, for my sins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're Wales away. Um, I've I've been yeah I've been I've been into that since. Um, I think end of school. Um, loads of the boys back west, hugely into the football, didn't really have club teams, um, but they they loved watching Wales. We used to drive down um on those school nights to go watch in the CCS. Ginger Collins getting sent off against Belgium at home, I remember that <laughs> one. Um, and then yeah, and then we and then we kind of got older and we were like, Well, who wants to do a lads holiday and you can do a Wales away? I think our first one was um Cyprus away, just before the Euros when we won one wow. nil. Um and it was it was start of September. I think all the boys went to Thomas Cook in Carmarthen and uh, <laughs> and ended up getting like a week long all inclusive for like something like hundred and fifty quid each, flights all in and <laughs> everything Class. in Ayunapa as well of all places in Cyprus. Like. <laughs> so yeah. it was yeah, it was it was superb. Um, but that's that's how we got into Wales away. Um, I think I'm up to fourteen or fifteen miles away now in the last ten years, which is a solid shift. Like my bank account is not happy with me at all, <laughs> or me, <my> ma'am. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm yeah, just yeah, been been watching football all my life, and uh, yeah, I love it. That's a solid commitment. So, what is the football
0: support, and more importantly, the Cardiff City support like out west? Because I can imagine it's very conflicted down in them parts.
2: Oh, mate, hundred percent. Like when I moved back west, I think everyone else was either into watching the rugby or you know they were United, uh, Liverpool fans, um, and then obviously when when the Jacks got promoted in that um, in that playoff final, everyone thought that their local team was Swansea and I was like, Your local team <laughs> plays in the Welsh Prem. it's called Command so <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, it's 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 very far and few between and um and and yeah the Jacks back west they've obviously gone back to supporting United and Liverpool now anyway. So <laughs> um yeah um uh, we're we're flying the colours back west mate. Slandissel is blue. Ah, is so blue. We, love, we love to hear it that we love to hear it.
0: Well, like we mentioned, it's wins, wins and wins we're covering today, which, like I said, is amazing to say. And for once, which is even better to say, my prediction was right. It was correct. <laughs> for the first time in a very, very long time, my prediction was correct. But it all started with the unbelievable win against the Jacks. 2-0. What a game. What a day. Words can't even describe. I mean, Ali Tanner cemented himself in Bluebird history and the great Aaron Ramsey writing his closing chapters in blue. What a game full of moments, and none was quite like when we saw that crossfield pass by Jamalou Collins straight to the feet of Oli Tanner, who brought it down one touch, two touch, three touch, bang. A moment that will be stained in the memory of Oli and any City fan for a very long time as he dove into the sea of the Canton stand. Along with us, absolutely dominating the Swans, Tanner shining again down the right hand side, which eventually won us the penalty. And just like it was written in the stars, the hometown hero Aaron Ramsey slotted as cool as you like to close the book for a tale South Wales derby. Dan, could this have
2: gone any better? Honestly, I think it was the perfect, the perfect, perfect game for us. Um, Everything just clicked um, for a long, what feels like a long time anyway. We actually put in a shift and we actually looked like the whole week coming up to the game, preparation was being done it looked like it drilled into the players and, and we saw the players coming out and saying stuff like, We we know how much it you know, we know how much it means to the fans, you know, we're ready. Well, they, they seemed really confident, which was something that we're not really used to, I think, um, as Cardiff fans, especially around the derby. Like the players that we've had in the teams over the last couple of years, um, just haven't shown that fighting spirit. They haven't shown um like they they understand what it means to us in terms of winning that game. Um and yeah, I think this time round it, it just looked all it just all clicked into place. Um, you know, I've got terrible memories of watching Cardiff against Swansea and I, I never like I never liked going to going to those games. And I kinda did feel like, oh, maybe I just I just won't go to this one. I you know, I can't I can't be asked if it'd be five five in a row. Um but no I'm I'm glad I got out of the house and I, I went to the game and yeah the boys the boys just blew them off the pack, and it it didn't even look like a Jacks team I, I, I even recognise. It was they were booting the ball and everything. But yeah, exactly huge, ball. huge yeah, huge result. Um and I think that's a massive, massive step for our season as well. And we've seen this in the games that have come after. Um yeah, it's it's a huge stepping stone and, and the squad at the minute looks like the best squad we've had in in a decade. I couldn't agree more, and, and like you said, that's a perfect way to describe it, it was a huge stepping stone
0: in that I think along this long championship season, when we look back, I think it'll be a massive, massive factor. But not only did I get my predictions right for once, but cosily, as I mentioned, officially <laughs> predicting the Oli Tanner goal last episode. Have a listen.
1: One's been mentioned, but one player I'd like to see have a goal would be Tanner, especially at home. The crowd beyond, when he gets the ball, there's a bit of excitement in the air. And that fallback, if he's a bit nervy, it's going to be a nightmare for him. And if Tanner's on it, it could cause, it can make the derby. The fans get up first First um, time he gets the ball, picks it up, takes him on, beats him. A long day for that fall back then, especially in our end. So, Tano, if he gets a chance, I reckon he could really, like, cause some problems.
0: Koshi, mate, we can talk how good the kind of city played,
1: but how did that pop into your head? Mate, trying you ask me that question, like, I zoned out completely. <laughs> and I just envisioned, like, white pair of boots, low socks, on the right wing. And where my seat was, it was literally the same spot. I couldn't describe it to you. Like, I saw him on the right wing t- attacking the Canton stand right in front of my eyes like eye level i was like oh my god he's gonna score and then i was like when i got to the game and he touched it and turned inside i was like oh my god i said to my mate alice next to me i was like it's happening it's happening he's like what do you mean it's happening and he hit it bottom corner i was like oh my god like i said i was in like like i was in shock of like like i've seen it like i had deja vu and like everyone's going nuts around me i was like i don't know what's going on and um oh mate it was unreal finish real touch and it came from nothing, that, because obviously the Ramsey free kick, and it came back to the cards, and he just swiped it across the other side of the pitch, and that first touch was unreal. I think I watched the goal ball twelve times, 15 times, in the same day, and then every, all week, last week, keep rewatching it, but um, unreal goal, unreal touch, and he's made history, mate, made history. Well, well, I think we're
0: going to have to start to uh, invest in some tarot cards for you, mate. I think it's, I <laughs> think might have come on a new uh, hobby here, mate. I think my new hobby, tarot cards and a crystal ball. But no, like you both mentioned, what a what a day for Cardiff as as a city. Never even mind the club. Like, as I'm I'm i have stopped mentioning it to everyone walking around. Even after that derby win, just walking around the city, just seeing everyone happy. Just even hearing people in the city in the city centre speaking about Cardiff City. I mean, no one in recent memory, no one wants to mention Cardiff City and the pubs and stuff. Now you're hearing it. People again exciting again that that feel again that 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 oomph. If you know what I mean, that Cardiff oomph, so no, well, you're, you're bang on there, well, it was such a big moment, and like what I mentioned just then, i Ramsey, boys, that penalty, was written in the stars, wasn't it? It was written in the stars. Oh, it? It was the in the
1: stars. I was trying in five-a-side like, the week after, before <laughs> we were kicking off, I was just just slotting it in, <laughs> obviously I told the to keep it off their move, obviously, but uh, I was trying to do it, try and recreate it. Mate, honestly,
2: the calmness of, of him to take that in that pressure moment <clears throat> just shows what, what quality player we have, well... I say that he is injured at the minute. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> but no, you're right, you're
0: right, Dad. It's, it's unbelievable. And, and like I just mentioned, like you mentioned about that stepping stone in terms of the season, when we do look back, I think we will look back at this as a key moment. And even Oli Tannen, we'll mention more about him going forward. But even him, you can see in the next re- games that he was playing, he had more of a sense of confidence about it. Even the next game, straight away, commentary, which we will mention unbelievable, he come on and he just, boom, he needed the ball, he needed the ball, straight on the off, straight on the off, you see him coming wide and even, you see Errol Buller, I think he's sort of committed now to Oli Tanner because you can see throughout the whole game, we were were there in attendance and we see Arrow non-stop speaking to Oli Tanner on our right hand side, so, I feel like, like I mentioned, it
1: could really be a star is being born here in blue. It was massive as well for defence-wise, some question marks over clean sheets and stuff and, we were out of clean sheets in our last 16 games brand, so, Alon's current run of any championship this season up to that game, and obviously we have got the clean sheets, and it's it's a massive. Obviously, defenders were we'll talking about, McGuinness and Gutars being exceptional, and long may it continue. Long may it continue. I mean, with that football as well. Do were you expecting boys for us to dominate the game like that?
2: Nah, I don't think so. I I, I mean, <laughs> no. with, with all derbies, you've got you've got that reservation about how we're going to play, especially like looking back on how we have played. Um, but yeah, I mean the. Like we talk about the players, like um, Oli Tanner we've got a lot of these, I reckon, in the squad at the minute. Confidence players, see, um, yeah. and that pla- like there's the, the the platform that he had from that Swansea game when he scored that goal. He literally was written down in history, like you said earlier, Brandon. Like um, the the derby is such a huge platform for for these players to make a name for themselves, to get a bit of confidence going, like. Funny, funny enough, I've seen you know. Obviously, Tan obviously started then against Coventry, and now I've seen on his Instagram, he's starting getting these gifted these shoes and all these <laughs> <that merch laughs> and stuff. Yeah. I was seeing that. I was like, yeah, like this is what I mean. Like this, he's now made himself. He's gone from that player from what do we sign from Lose or someone who looked like uh, he could be like a little shrewd signing. Like he's worth, he's priceless to Cardiff City fans at the minute. Like from that goal alone, you know, and and he's got the ultimate backing of the fans now as well. And bullets going to back him too and yeah the way he talks to the players like we saw yeah with the younger players and these confidence players like he's he's putting that confidence in them. he's giving them those chances will as well at the minute man like, oh he's so good he's so so good and playing in the bullet like these players are, he's going to get the best out of them as well you can see that it's not like in the previous managers where you know I saw um I saw on Twitter like um this week two years ago this week um we played was it like six centre backs oh, like, yeah. Mick yeah. McCarthy yeah. Mick McCarthy yeah I don't like, want to yeah, relive it I don't want to relive yeah, it yeah I know I know Like, but like think of the, think of two years ago yeah. boys and where we are 100%. now like unbelievable unbelievable
1: 100% I it was a massive blow for Swansea as well which I didn't know in the, obviously he'd be in the ground but Drew Allen pulled up in the warm-up for him so I think that caused big problems in midfield field him, so... I don't believe it. I don't believe it. He got shook. He's seen uh, that right Ramsey off. looking
0: <laughs> sharp coming on, warming up. And he said, oh, I think I'll put Miami guys in the warm-up. He, <laughs> he got shook. He got shook. He's seen the <laughs> Ramsey masterclass. He's seen it in his eyes. He knew it when he seen it. But like we mentioned, you know what I love about our club and our fans also is we really have the ability to immortalise players and immortalise these greats. And with Oli Tanner, we have just simple of just scoring a goal in a derby. Like... He's one of his first professional appearances, his first professional goal, and the fact that now he's immortalized forever, forever, and even yes, all them players within were immortalized forever. And even like you said, well, and the fact that we've been watching them that goal twenty times. How many Cardiff fans have been watching that goal twenty times? Or even on the YouTube Cardiff City put up where it was from all different angles of that goal. How many times have fans been watching that video? I mean, it's it's great. This is what I love about our club: It's the fact that when it's good, it's great. It's great. It's great. But also, then, we have the contracts when it's bad. It's really bad. <laughs> but it's looking positive as of now. But what a derby win. And it's such a, brash, a breath of fresh air within with arab Bullet. The fact that he really cared about that derby. And all speaking before. I mean, we said last episode that we knew that he gets he gets it in terms of the rivalries from being in Turkey and so on. And, 100%. He, and he really did commit to uh, the importance of this match. And I think he really showed it. So, I mean, I just got to give appreciation and thankful just... Thank you, Errol. We we needed this. We needed this for years. We've been asking for it. We've been dying for it,
1: to say the least. Even going into the pubs, brand like if you heard like going to the Vaults pub and speaking to the Cardiff fans, <laughs> sounds quite funny, but it reminds me of like Ted Lasso. <laughs> <I've watched him laughs> and goes into the pub, <laughs> speaks to the fans, <laughs> but like it's what you what you need to do. You need to yeah. like understand it. You need the fans' point in view. You need to see, like that's that's their weekend. That's what they live for. That's what they work for. Just go and watch Cardiff, and that's what they talk about in the pubs and when they go out to this, meet their friends. So, the fact, he, had, he went and done it and like, followed through with it and then understood it and then delivered the game plan. Oh, unreal. He gets it, then he? He gets it. He gets it,
0: Well, the next yeah. fixture saw us play against last year playoff finalist, Coventry City at home, which myself and Koshi was invited down by the CCFC Foundation and met up with a familiar friend. So, we're here after the final whistle reaction, Cardiff against Coventry. And with Kashi, of course, and a very big friend of the Swads Ridge and Bowie Phillips. <laughs> We've just been invited by the CCFC Foundation. Welcome to the game. And they're telling all the great stuff they've been doing, so thank you very much for that. But in terms of the game, lads, very, very interesting. Went 1-0 up, thanks to Gutas an unbelievable header, which, by the way, lads, I did call. I did call. You both <laughs> you heard did, it. You did, you I did. called it after the corner. But Gutas, I mean, and then... Grant with another amazing had his first goal for the club. Amazing to see. You can see how much that meant to him. And then Keonatete Atete with a rifle at the end. Obviously, their two goals made us a bit edgy. But boys, what a game!
1: Yeah, hundred um, percent. You called good to ask, I called Grant back post. Um, good. I thought all round performance was really good. So I thought Colli- uh, Collins the left back was good. Solid. Solid. Siopis again, unreal everywhere. Um, and quite good change by bullets to change the game. And- Present front front from uh as we mentioned with Blakey there instead of just dropping back we this time we actually went for the game again so it's nice to see that we're going for the games. Yeah, and just the positivity is,
0: is ongoing from the Swansea game. You know, it's just it's just nice to see you know us reacting to teams if they change we'll change. You know, and mm-hmm. and a, a, a different goal scorers as well. You know, as we mentioned, so it's it's just positive night all around, I think I think you could feel that around the stage and when you were mentioning that you sort of get that feeling back, that Cardiff City feeling back. It's just, you're looking around the stage and people are buzzing and then the songs and just everything, everything about it. It's a Tuesday night and Mm. look at the turnout. Obviously, it was from the Swansea game after the great win. And it's just the fact that we're carrying over from that. And like you mentioned, Rid and Will, about how we changed the systems and didn't sit back. I think Bullets learned from its past experience of conceding after sitting back a bit. So the fact that we can see that learn and the progression from the team, it's just in such a short amount of time. It's been fantastic, really, isn't
2: it? Yeah, and fair play, credit to Coventry as well. They they came with a game plan.
0: They they you know they switched it up and things. And the fans, they their fans traveling numbered and Definitely. and you know help with the atmosphere. But um, I just thought our atmosphere was brilliant tonight. And just little things at the end, Ryan Wintle running over to a fan, giving a shirt. Definitely. It's just that togetherness is. It, it's just that continuity between us and the players and everything is it's just the club city of old. It seems. It seems to be coming back. It yeah. seems to be Even without Aaron Ramsey kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. playing today, you look, look at the, the, the bench building. that didn't come on Like You know, Ruben Colwell as well didn't come on. And it's just... Seems to be planned, seems to be a depth, and um, yeah, we're going places, I think. I think we're, it's getting exciting again, lads, it's getting exciting again. Well, boys, thank you, Ritz, thank you so much again for the contribution on the pods. I mean, like we said, the season's just going to bolt it on from here. Big thanks to all the players, the aerobolers, everything. Buzz is back, and even here we walked on the whole stadium. We've been on the whole stadium today, part of the CCFC Foundation. And you could just see the buzz is just back among the staff, among the people. Smiling faces. Smiling faces. I mean, there's a bit of spring in everyone's step around this stage. I mean it's just amazing to see. Yeah. Bluebirds. Bluebirds. Blue Blue <laughs> Once again, thank you to the Cardiff CE Foundation for the invite down and the hospitality. And of course, a big shout out to Ridian Bowen Phillips, Swaz legend, who we enjoyed the game thoroughly with while sitting in the posh sheets for once. Nice little change, isn't it? well. As mentioned, what a nail biting game it was, wasn't it? Well, referee let a lot, go strong performances all around, and a real, real tight one, really, in the
1: grand scheme of things. 100%. Yeah, um. Mentioned Matthew Godden, the striker, coming into the game with the ISXG. You did say. the league with 3.5. Three goals coming into the game. And it showed with two goals. Real real dangerous player for them. Real good striker. Um, talking about the goals. good ass header. Oh, about the time he signed two more set-piece goals. Called it. Them, I, I called it for once. And then, uh, I mate, mean, I called the second goal. <laughs> <grand laughs> you did. Like I can't even I, lie. I, I didn't think it was a header, though. I thought it would be like a tap. I could see it. There was so much space between like the four-back and the centre-half. I thought he's going to get in the right position here. But I didn't expect him to go ahead. Mm. But unreal finish. And obviously, tete is goal. Oh, my God. Tidy <laughs> finish.
2: That. Tidy
1: finish. He came on. And I was speaking to you and Ridsbrand. I was like, bring Panzer on. We need to go more defensive. like Especially at the end of the game. And in fact, you put like um, tete on. And always attacking players. was like, oh, I don't to do. I kept like, nudging him. Like, oh, bring Panzer on now. Like, at least one minute left. Bring him on. But, um, nah, good game plan. And what what we asked for really being more on the front foot when we're winning games and keep pushing, and Siopis was unreal, like unreal, unbelievable. Second balls, third balls, first balls, everything, you're all over him.
2: He's an un- unreal player, isn't he? Like what? What? Like that goes to show, like bullets' uh, ability to bring in these types of players as well. Like yeah, a little bit skeptical at the start. I was like who is this tiny little lad player who just um, <laughs> <laughs> but um but like honestly he looks like he looks like he's a Prem player like he's at least a european player like he's he's so much above the standard of the league at the minute with the energy he's got he wants to win everything and he he'll, he'll chop everyone as well which is what i love He reminds me of like a mix of um gary medel and maybe yeah. like the the engine of someone like craig bryson <laughs>
1: yeah yeah oh, he's so in the ready of craig bryson
2: yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, uh, yeah. Looking, looking really, really, really strong. Um, some, some great goals, and also like in that game, like you said, you wanted to put on another defender. We've looked really, really strong counter-attacking wise as well towards the end of games, mm. and it, there's a lot more space obviously, and we're bringing on players like Colwell and Atet, um, who who've got that, like amazing first touch, and they've got the vision as well, and they've also got the ability to finish too, and they're quick players too, um, yeah, um it really opens up the possibility for us to go and nick games and we saw that like obviously then with the Sunderland game we'll go on to mention that in a bit but um we we do look like a team that can go anywhere and get get points now Coventry I sense. I didn't realize they got rid of Jokeres they got rid of Hamer two of their best players from last season um yeah. And and they've reinvested that money in the squad. They think they spent something like 11 mil on that striker. And then they've got... They had that uh, Japanese yeah. winger. Oh, oh, he was a it look class. He was looked class. Who, is he? Who is he? Who is this guy, honestly. I don't know. But, mate, honestly, like, yeah, they've reinvested really well into that team. And that's not a team that you... You know, I used to think of Coventry as being one of those teams you can go and run over, like a Rotherham. But, mate, mm. not, not anymore. Not after last season. And they've improved on that squad again. Um, dangerous and that's that's a huge huge three points for us this season huge De- definitely and
0: it was nail-biting like we said and even when they grabbed that goal towards the end and it was a very very tight last 10 minutes but you've seen bullet cool as a cucumber as you <laughs> as you like it but um no honestly and like you mentioned there but about the sort of change of defense defensively and change of sort of style in mid-game and we talked about bullet in the last episode about him changing it, and we suffered from it from going a bit too defensive too early and the fact that he clearly learned from that and didn't do it too early, didn't do it too late. I feel like you've really got it right. And the fact that we we can see firsthand and right in front of our eyes our manager learning on the fly and getting better and better with each game, it just breathes confidence throughout the whole club, throughout the fan base, throughout every player
2: in that blue shirt. Yeah, absolutely. You were an adaptive team now as well. Makes oh. us so much, so much more dangerous. Like, you know, bullet has been known in Turkey, and might have ever been for being the Turkish or the... For the Greek, um, Mourinho, and I, <laughs> I, I immediately was like, "Oh no, he's going to be packing the bus one nilers and all this." But no, he he looks like he's adapting to the league as well. The league's a different league. It's 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 ridiculously tough. Um, it's it the pace of the game can change like that, and the referees don't get me started on the referees in this league. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's he's adapting to it, which is great because you, you need to be in this league. You need to be. There's so many. There's a range of different teams we're playing against. You know, um, teams like Leicester, like some of the strongest teams in the league that the league's probably ever seen. Um, Sampton selling like 107 million worth of players in the championship. It's, <laughs> it's, it's mad, this league and this season as well. And to have a manager who's obviously, he, he's got enough about him to to want to change it and, and want to and improve us game on game. I love that.
0: I mean, how long has it been since we've been able to say Cardiff City is adaptable? How long have we been able to see that Cardiff City Is not one dimensional We're not playing one way One way of football The six laps, Like you said Like is is so refreshing And I don't want to I used to pray for times like this That's just That's just what I'm saying I used to pray for times like this And the fact that it's Happening right in front of us I mean We can't complain This Cardiff City fans I, I can't believe how positive Like I just want to give a moment to say How positive the podcast has been this season The back end of last season Well We used to turn about for two weeks Nearly crying <laughs> you no, know I mean, it felt like we were just trying to give some hope, and we just couldn't even give hope. And Now it's it's like we're flying. We can't wait for the next one, and it's it's just so fantastic. The sea is so fantastic to feel, and you've got to give a massive credit to Arrow Bullet, like we have mentioned. But despite being on such great form, our next fixture didn't see us put out the best performance. But like you said, Dan, we did sit back and play in such a different style and adapted which has been in a bit of a contrast to recent games. But we were on the back foot, and without Gordie keeper Jack Armlet, the story could have been maybe a bit more different. Although, what was great to see was the fight and determination from the boys, and come the 87th minute, and at one out of four corners, Ryan went across, hitting the target of Mark McGuinness's head, which I don't think he knew much about, but bouncing in the back of the net for another three points. Well, we knew this was going to be a tough and long away trip. Did the boys show some resilience to pick
1: up that win? Hundred percent, it very hard fought win. Um, scrappy, win more advanced role, which we will get into later on in the pod. Um, yeah, good, good team performance. Really, suddenly dominated. Um, Jack Clark is some oh, player. Yeah. You know, like he's leading the line like with stats wise. He's got the most take ons in the league. He's got the most progressive carries in the league. Most carries in the pound here in the league. He's some. He's some threat coming forward for them, and um, they're second best in the league as they gave a goal putting action, so. I was expecting them to score a goal. Like I'm not going to lie. Like When you said predictions for the next three games, I was not expecting anything from Soland, And they were about 40,000 fans there and probably about 20 before the game ended. um, So, go up there, go up there. Long way trip for the players as well and for the fans and to actually guess something. Set-piece goal again and a oh, hard-thought win and I thought McGuinness was unreal. Unreal.
0: No, of course. I mean, it was such a... Strong win and like you like you said, well last episode you didn't think we were gonna go away with it. I mean I did, but I've been flying off flying (laughs) confidence at the moment. But no, incredible win against such a tough team. And Sunderland are gonna be pushing for that playoff. I mean before the season even started, they've been pushing for that playoffs. And then in sort of a different transitional period to us, but a brilliant win, a fantastic three points really away from home. And we keep mentioning about later on the season we're gonna look back at these moments. and I think this could be one of them moments also where it is a massive win. And could be the difference between us compete and trying to push for that top six or being a mid-table side. I mean, a brilliant, brilliant away trip I've been up and off, to be honest with you. And just before you thought it was going, going to go perfect, our EFL Cup run this season is officially over. After the 5-2 loss against Blackburn, away from home, another tough away trip. A seven goal thriller unfortunately went the wrong way, but it all started as Jake Garrett made a 1 0 in the unlucky 13th minute after a bit of a root one from the centre half, which, in all fairness, Garrett brought down and slotted away. But then Callum Robertson gets back on, the short seat, back on the score sheet with an absolute <laughs> banger from about 25 yards out after being beautifully set up by Ruben Caldwell, who's, like we said, has been looking really sharp recently. Great to see Ruben back in the starting eleven, along with Robbo firing again, which we saw many times last season. Less than 20 minutes later, though, slots in, slotting, in after some very effective and positive build-up by Blackburn, in all fairness. But just before half-time there, now, out of nowhere, big Keanu Tete, who, again, we mentioned, has been looking very bright this season, delivered a really unexpected goal, but a very good finish. Nonetheless, it was really great to see Keon showcase a bit of class, really. And this was all, all of this was before the halftime whistle. But as we know, the second half didn't get any better, to say the least, as Andrew Moran converted two goals no longer than 10 minutes after coming out of the break after a couple defensive mistake and Dylan McInday finished the job in the ninth minute. A penalty saved by Runnison in between. But still, the game did deliver as a proper cup tie. But as mentioned, unfortunately, in a loss. But personally, I'd like to say for me is thank you to the Bullet and the club for taking the cup at least half serious, or serious, I will say, actually, no, taking the cup serious this year and attempting to get us on a little cup run, which myself in particular was crying out for. And I'm very pleased that we give it a go and really give it our all. Dan, would you like to see us get, you know, further in these cups in the new era? Or if you would you rather us concentrate on the league?
2: Uh, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? I mean, I'm so sick the past couple of seasons of us just like going out in the first round of the Carabao Cup, or whatever it's called now. Um, like, it's it's, it's and like the low crowds and everything. So, to get at least one win on the board, that was great away at Birmingham. But, I mean, realistically, and bullets come out and said this as well, like, we are concentrating on, on the league. Um, I think it was great to see Colwell, um, Atet, Robbo as well back in the team. Um scoring goals, creating goals too. It's great for them, attackers. Um we've got we've got a load of really, really good attackers now. Um and it's great for them to actually get minutes and play and score goals. Um it's building up their confidence as well. So when they come off the bench they're they're a lot sharper, they're a lot more effective, which is what we're gonna need this season. We're gonna need that rotation in the league. There's loads of games to play. We've also got the FA Cup as well, then starting starting after Christmas. So That'll be that be another chance, and um, what I loved as well um was seeing the bench, um yeah. all all the young lads on the bench getting opportunities. Kieran Evans started as well. Great to yeah. see, even though a little bit out of position. Um, but yeah, seeing those players like Jimmy Crawl, Crawl the goal. I like him. Honestly, <laughs> and he's my class. He's nice. gonna be a really really good player. So yeah, getting to see him come on. Um yeah, a couple of the other younger lads, Joel Cole as well. He he looks a talent. Joel and Rubin in the team It's great for Wales It's great for Cardiff It's great for the academy um, as well You know, a lot of uh, great news around this week About the uh, new academy system in Romney. So, yeah, to kind of go out And within a week show off And give some of those players a chance to play in For for Cardiff City's first team You know, it's brilliant. So, yeah, really positive Despite the result Um, Weren't expecting to go that far anyway So, yeah, just a good chance to get a run out And, um, and get some young lads in in the Cardiff City kit. Was
0: you was you excited to see them young lads getting in there as well, Will? I mean, we've been talking about, I mean, you he, he mentioned James Cole there. I mean, Henry, been on the podcast, have say, said a lot about in, in terms of the positive uh, around him and the real belief around him. Was it great to see players like him, like the Joel
1: Corwell, come in? hundred percent, especially for like the project and their plans and the new academy and the fact that they're delivering it. They're not just saying, we're going to do it, we're going to do it, but they're actually showing like, yeah, if you're good enough, cup games, you'd be involved a hundred percent. And then we'll see them now in the league and how it goes in the league. But now nah, it's it's very good. It's very exciting for these academy players. And you've seen like in the past, like these quality players going to Manchester United and Man City Academies. But they know, right, my opportunity might come a bit earlier in Cardiff. And even if I am only here as a stepping stone club, which is not what we want, but if they think, right, I could get, I could get into this team over the next two or three years as a 16-year-old, it might convince some top talents to stay with us. And we never know they might break through and might might be the next Aaron Ramsey, which is obviously the we're trying to do and trying to promote. But hundred percent, it gives the academy players confidence, and they know is that like there's something to fight for. There's these like under twenty ones, twenty threes, under eighteen fixtures. They know like right if I do well, like the manager is watching and he is asking constantly, and who's doing well, who's who's good enough to step up when possible.
2: So it gives the players confidence and some aim for really. I think it's good all around for the club too. Um, like, you, if we've got that pathway in place, you know, players are going to want to come up to Cardiff. They're going to look at it as, like, a completely different project. It's like living in a different country, superb city, great management, pathway, sick new academy. Like, we're going to... Yeah, we're, we're going to be wanting to... Like, players are going gonna to come here. So, you know, we're going to get have the next attacks and things come through for free. And it, then you look at the business model then in terms of how successful the club can be in terms of bringing through feeder players and then potentially getting huge, huge sums of money for them as well. So it works out, I think, in every possible way for Cardiff.
0: Definitely, definitely, lads. I mean, speaking a lot of facts Then, and like you mentioned about the new training facility down in Romney and what was University Fields. Well, for us, we've lived in the area for a big part of our lives. <laughs> Used to play on University Fields from underage to the men's football, right on our doorstep. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, this is absolutely massive for Cardiff City, for the City of Cardiff, East Cardiff. I mean, in this area, football is massive within this area. I mean, you've got so many different local teams, local parks with different, you know, pitches. It's like, it's massive as a, as a sport in this area. And the fact that I feel like it's a perfect location and I really hope that a club, and I, I feel, as in in recent memory, which is quite amazing to say as well, I feel confident that the club will utilise it. And do you know what I mean? Because as, as amazing as it will be to have an academy in that area, I hope they can utilise that, the love for football within the area and help out the community as well as making sure that it's the greatest place for our young players to train and improve and get better and like the biggest thing for me about this is the the sense that we have more of a feel now with our academies and under 21s and all these different teams that the, in the past few years I mean we've mentioned countless times in this podcast how just Ruben Carwell and Isaac Davis, really, along with a couple of a few just coming out of our academy, it's not good enough considering the amount of talent that is in Cardiff and in and around the surrounding areas and how much pull we really can have. So it's absolutely amazing to see that we're now starting to make them steps forward. It's just what we've been crying out for. So, again, we can just give credit to the club and the way we're moving, in all fairness to us. So, like you mentioned, I mean, the fact that we're now starting to utilise the the use of Cardiff, the use of the city... And the use of the facilities now is is fantastic. It really, really is fantastic. But well, lads, moving on. We mentioned about Errol Buller, how much he gets us with Cardiff City and the way he's been able to connect with the fans. And a big thing what we've been asking for, again, I feel like we're just reiterating what we've been asking for and it's been delivering for us, but was a connection between the fans, manager and the club? And I feel like Errol Buller has now become sort of a bridge between that gap to sort of... You see after the game, he's coming over to the fans, he's making sure the players are getting over there, thanking the fans whether it be away or home. And like I said, it's creating that that feel of Cardiff City and more importantly, the philosophy, which is what we've been crying out for, the philosophy and I can't think of the right word, but not even necessarily a star, But I think like a feel seems like the best word to describe it for me is that Cardiff City feel and that Cardiff City way, as I've mentioned, which is just absolutely great to be a part of. Now remember lads, we're at SwazPod on the Twitter, Facebook, and now Instagram. So like, love, share, comment, and most importantly, subscribe. Now I can see Will starting to smirk a little, cause it's his favourite segment of the show. It's the guess the bluebird segment where mine and the guest's bluebird knowledge is tested. Where we simply guess the bluebird. Dan, you're looking very enticed really at the moment.
1: You ready for it?
2: I'm more than ready, boys. I was born ready.
1: <laughs> who well, we got, Well, Right. We've got this week a player who began in 1996 at Dundee United. Oh, at Dundee, sorry, should I say. Playing 223 games, scoring 26 goals. He then left Dundee in 2004, going to Rangers, playing 28 games, scoring three goals. He left Rangers in 2007 to join us. Playing 130 games between 2007 to 2011. Scoring seven goals. He then joined Dundee in 2011 to 2012, playing 13 games, scoring three goals, before then joining Aberdeen for a year stint, playing 47 games, scoring three goals. Then joining Dundee again in 2013-14, playing 14 games and one goal, before entering semi-pro in Sydney, playing 57 games, scoring two goals. Go confident that, that
2: You're confident, Dan. You're yeah, confident. I, I thought I had it at the start. I think, I still think I got it. Is it Gavin Ray? Hey, sure, oh, come on. When only Gavin Ray. Well,
0: Gavin Ray, what, what a player. What a player. What a player. He just reminds me of that black and yellow kit, number four, yeah. on the back, Big Gavin Ray. Wow, what
1: a shout. That, midf- that, that midfield is unreal when he was playing. <laughs> McPhail I was like Witten and, oh my God. Special times, special times.
0: Wow, The well, this streets, week.
2: The streets won't forget him. The streets won't forget oh, him. Oh, the
1: streets will never forget him.
0: The streets will, forget the streets will never forget <laughs> Big Gav. Well, that was this week's Kester Bluebird, Gavin Bray, and what a pick that was. Dan, you got that a bit too quick there, I'm not going to lie. You got that a bit too quick. (laughs) Hey, boys, I told you
2: I was ready. He did say he (laughs) was ready. He did
0: say he was ready, in all fairness. He did say he was ready. Well, the next segment of the show is the Cardiff City Women Section with Bluebirds, Women Defender, Anna Power. Welcome back to the Cardiff City's women section. We're now back for season four and of course we are joined once again by Bluebird's women defender, Hannah Power. How are you doing Han? I'm
3: really good, thank you. How are
0: you? Very good, thank you, very good. Before we get into anything and all the great things that the team are doing and the exciting start of the season, as a lifelong Cardiff fan, what did you make of this recent derby win? Oh, it
3: was amazing. Like the atmosphere at the stadium was incredible as well, wasn't it? Oh,
0: was something else, Absolutely honestly, something else.
3: So good. So when I was down there, the stand I was in, I was in the grandstand, and um, it was just amazing. The way the boys played, the atmosphere—it, it was like the perfect derby. And I, I hope every derby going forward is at home, um, and it's at that time of night.
0: <laughs> like Definitely, I, of agree, night. I agree. I agree so much better at that time of night when it's at home i agree i agree it felt like cardiff again didn't it it felt like cardiff again it really did it felt like so han let's jump straight into it the first game of the season starting off with a bang with the local derby playing down the road at kingcoyd campus yourself captaining the girls out defender megan bowen netting a fantastic brace along with a brilliant solo goal from ryan oakley We saw duo debutants Emma Bennion and Molly Keogh in the starting eleven. Such a strong start to the season. What did the squad make of it? Yeah,
3: we were so happy with the beginning of the season, how we started against Cardiff Met. Previous years, they've been a really tough team to come up against, even last season. So we knew we had to be on it straight from kickoff. And the girls that came in, Emma and Molly, you know, it's like they've been playing with us for years. They fitted in so well into the squad. So we were really happy to come away with the win on um, that Sunday against Cardiff Met because they were, you know, a strong size. They were organised, but I just feel like we were the better team on the day.
0: How did it feel to captain the girls again? It's been a while.
3: Yeah, it's an honour. Obviously, when I captain the girls, it means Siobhan's not playing and yeah, that's a, a loss for the team. She's such a good player. But I'm always honoured and proud to walk out with the girls and captain them and be able to be a leader on the pitch. So yeah, it was really nice being able to start the first game of the season as captain.
0: We mentioned new debutants, Emma Benyon and Molly Keogh. How did they fit in the first game of the season? Were they chucked in the deep end effectively?
3: Yeah, I suppose you could say they were checking in the deep end. But then um, they did play with us in Champions League, so they they do they do know like our style of play and how we want to play. But um, yeah, they've slotted in so well, and they're such key players, and they both bring something really good to the team. And it's exciting that they're like, a part of our squad, especially like Emma. Previous year she's been against us playing for Swansea, so we know how good she is. So it's great that we've got her this season.
0: Definitely, definitely. Well, Rianne Oakley having such a positive start to the season, she was such an important player last season and with all the success that came with it, how vital is her goal scoring going to be this season?
3: Oh, it's going to be massive this season for us. You know, we've obviously lost the likes of Phoebe Poole, so we need somebody to step up and score those goals for us. And Ree, she can do that, especially with her pace. It's frightening. And mm. I think every defence, when she's one-on-one with anyone, they're constantly thinking about her pace. And she just glides past people. So hopefully she can score some vital goals for us this season.
0: And as we mentioned, of course, a brace from defender Meg Bowen, who we mentioned how affected she was going to be like this season last episode. How is an importance and responsibility to the team really amped up this season?
3: Massively. Meg is such a great player on and off the pitch. She's a lovely person and it's great to see her getting goals as well. Mm. As a defender, your main job is to stop the goals going in, but the fact that she can go up the pitch and score them as well, that's great for us as a team. I'm really pleased for Meg. She's actually currently our top goal scorer.
0: (laughs) From centre half.
3: Yeah, <laughs> so she's buzzing with that at the moment. She hasn't stopped talking about it.
0: <laughs> Who do you suspect to be the top goal scorer coming towards the end of the season? Any early shots?
3: Oh, it's tough to say. Um, I've got faith in Eliza Colley. Mm-hmm. You know, she's a, a great striker. And i say Eliza Colley and Rio Oakley.
0: Ooh, that, that's the battle.
3: <laughs> yeah, Molly could be up there too because Molly's strike is unbelievable. When she gets an opening and she strikes I think 9 times out of 10 is going in so Molly could be up there
0: too <laughs> we'll come back to this we'll come back to this you said it early on we said it early on we'll <laughs> come back to see who goes well the next game saw us play Aberystwyth Town for the first home game of the season head coach Ian Derbyshire made three changes to the side that defeated Cardiff met last time out with Karen Chamberlain Holly Smith and Catherine Walsh back into the starting 11 a very competitive game which ended in a 0-0 draw was the result a fair outcome of the game
3: I don't personally think it was a fair outcome in the game. I feel like we were robbed of a goal. Mm. I don't know if you've seen the highlights back, but um, Rio Cleo is onside and um, blatantly onside, scores a goal and it's called offside. Um, and I feel like we were the better team on the day. It Just the chances went against us, like in front of goal. Um, but Aberyst, with credit to them, they're a very organised side and they always have been very hard to break down. And it... At the end of the game, you know, we were disappointed not to get the three points and only come away with one point. But I think that's spurred us on for this week now. We're ready to go and get another three points.
0: So who are we blaming for the Ree's goal? Are we saying the linesman? Linesman's oh, fault there.
3: Linesman, 100%, <laughs> he put his flag up. The, ref, the refs in our league, they're always going to stick with, the, with with their officials so yeah I'm blaming the linesman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well our next fixture is against the New Saints on the 1st of October of course first game up against this opposition this season from home how well do we match up against this opposition?
3: TNS are a strong opposition um, but we've obviously got the home advantage this weekend which is great um, but yeah we're looking forward to playing them they've signed some new players we've signed new players so We know every time we play TNS it's going to be a tough game, but we're looking forward to it. We've prepared really well this week in training, done everything we possibly can, so hopefully on Sunday we can go and do that on the pitch and come away with those points.
0: Well, you talked about home advantage, advantage, and it would be interesting to see what what part that plays in the fixture after that, which is against Wrexham away on the 8th of the month. How are the girls and yourself feeling about that away trip up?
3: Yeah, we're excited. I think when Wrexham came up, into our league, people didn't know what to think Definitely. if they were going to, you know, challenge, if they were going to struggle. But they have started the season so well, and um, so it's going to be a tough game when we play them. But I'm looking forward to it, and it's going to be on TV, which is great Whoa, for fantastic. us. Yeah, it's great for us in women's football. Sporio are going to be um, showing it on S4C, so we're really looking forward to it. But we've got to prepare because. Wrexham,
0: you can't take them for granted i think they're going to be a really tough team
3: to play this season especially away but we're expecting
0: three points yes of course, as always as always well han thank you so much for coming on as always we're very very thankful to have you on once again and i'm going to say it again we have said a while hopefully you come back next week six points happier yes six points happier (laughs)
3: thank you for having
0: me on thank you anna good luck sunday Thank you, bye. Thank you, bye. That was the Cardiff City women's section. A positive start to hopefully another increasingly successful season for the girls. And good luck to Sunday. Of course, boys, as you mentioned earlier, Dan, very sad news to say the least is the injury of Aaron Ramsey. Which is a lot of confusion around the injury. But by putting two and two together is looking like a long period of time, to say the least. I mean, bullet has said three weeks, but it's the same same knee that he had surgery on. And he may even need it again. It's a sad situation all on. My understanding of that is we unfortunately might not even see him back until 2024. Which is obviously devastating. The whole fan base has been so excited for this return. He is not disappointed one bit. How much of a big miss will he be? Not just on the pitch, but off the pitch, right?
2: Huge, huge. Um, I think we all knew something was up when we wasn't in and around that squad on uh, on the weekend against Sunderland. Um, yeah, just just uh, disappointing. I know. Obviously, he's had injuries in the past, and we knew that he was a little bit injury prone. So this could have been something that we were anticipating. I'm just chuffed that it it hasn't. You know, it didn't happen. Until after the swansea game I think it would have been gutting if 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 he'd have missed him you know because he he played so well and he got the goal obviously which is which is great but we we did kind of anticipate he was going to be injured um especially with the player his age um and the physicality of this league too um and and obviously bullet's working them hard too so obviously this is something that's happening in training so um it's kind of a little bit reassuring to know that they're not slacking, but at the same time, you know, it's getting to, to lose a player of his calibre. You know, he's 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 got a wealth of experience internationally and, you know, top at the top, top level in Europe too. So having that player obviously makes us a better team and it makes that midfield so dangerous as well with him and Shopis, um defensively and offensively. Um, but yeah, I, I think we've got good players. I, but yeah, the gap then when it comes to his replacement, when it comes to someone like Joe Rawls is is uh, just just massive
0: are we gonna like you said be able to fill that gap and more importantly well the way we've been playing at the moment even when you see Aaron ramsey not on the side we knew we weren't going to play every game this season no matter what we come on we were all aware of this and that was a question how many games he was going to play but are we going to be able to fill that gap i mean obviously not entirely well but do you think we'll be okay at least
1: yeah, it's massive. Going back to the up game quickly, that goal he scored it was 15 passes in a build-up and that was the most passes in a build-up we had in the Championship since 2015 with Tony Watt's goal in Scotland. <laughs> Tony so, Watt. That was his only goal, wasn't it? I'm sure. fair, <laughs> 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 oh, so I rated Tony Watt back in the day. He oh, did, last. to be fair, I
2: won't his lie, energy. you actually did. He was the best emergency loan we ever had, wasn't he? <laughs>
1: We've had and when he went to Scotland and started firing, I was like... Because he played for Celtic, didn't he? And he saw against Barcelona I was like, oh, this kids he's some player. <laughs> but, um, now nah, the fact that, as I mentioned, also Ramsey was involved in that build-up heavily and against and for that goal. But it'd be interesting to see how, how it goes with it, with, with the selection. Does he play Rolls and Wintle? Or does he go with Caldwell and Robinson instead of Ramsey? Um, so, it'd be interesting to see in that regard. But, now nah, it's massive loss. Um, Just the experience. And there's also... It hurts us as a club, but obviously Wales as well is playing again recent, uh, soon, so you might be out of that game. So, massive loss for club and country, but, well, th- this is why we got the depth brands. This is why Carl Wild Robinson, you um, could put Wintle there if he goes two up top with a Tete, because he's on, on the form he is at the moment, so be interesting to see how he goes about it.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think the closest player we've got to his position and maybe his ability, I guess, is probably Colwell. And Which I think this, this could be the moment that we, as Bluewood fans, have wanted to see Colwell finally yeah. being slotted into that spot as the understudy to Ramsey. This is his, his position where he, he can do what he wants freely because he does very, very similar things in terms of creating chances and passing the ball and spreading the ball out wide. Um, and, and he can score as well. I think this he just needs a run in the team. He, he looked really, really sharp against in that first half Um uh, against against Blackburn the other day. I think yeah if you slot him in there you could also put Robbo in there as well. I think you know he scored scored a goal as well um the other day. Yeah, I think it's a great opportunity now for Bullock to find his his second best team. Um yeah. and I don't I and I don't cuz Ramsey doesn't really offer that much defensively anyway. I don't think it's much as much of a loss as we as we might anticipate it is cuz he doesn't track it he doesn't move as much on the field as the rest of the midfield. He doesn't he brings that passing ability, but you've got to get the ball to him. Um yeah, I'd I'd like to see Caldwell, maybe, maybe um Robo, or maybe like you said, go two up top, a test firing him in. So yeah, why not?
0: Would you go with them, Will? Right. Let's, let's get a set in stone. Is it is Cole is it Caldwell's chance now? I mean, like you said, Dan, i City fans have been begging for Colwell to be given a real opportunity with he's had all these different managers, all these different styles of play, and he's never really been given a, a true True freedom. True freedom and taking the shackles off and letting him run free. Is this the moment where he can, Well, Is this
1: his time? Uh, 100% he's written a star, really, for him. It like Obviously, he understood he's Ramsey. Ramsey's still going to be in the building. He's still going to speak to Caldwell um, and what he could do better or whatever. But, yeah, 100%, it could be Caldwell's opportunity. And do you feel like it's not like he, he hasn't deserved it. He's been working hard over the summer. He's dropped down to Wales in the 21s team just to play more fit, just get fitter and obviously show himself and show his quality. And obviously he's playing with confidence and obviously the team's playing with confidence and you put them together, he could be some player for us. And yeah, really, it could be his opportunity, obviously Robinson as well, got 17 minutes, so he's back in. And to mention briefly, I'm not I'm not sure people will like it, but Wintour's played quite advanced recently in the field. And not necessarily as the 10, but more than 8. And like, he's the second joint assist in our club. He's created seven chances for us, so... He has that delivery I and mean, you saw it at the back end of the last season, that cabergal. He's got that like the brewing right hand flank cross Yeah. early cross into the back post on like on like he's nailed it down. And obviously he's a set piece option as well for us on corners, free kicks. So it wouldn't surprise me if he could, if he goes more of a flat free with Wintel, Rolls, Siopis or whoever, maybe in our midfield. Something to look at, especially maybe from away from home. But I would personally like to see Carwell have the opportunity, but I wouldn't be surprised and to be honest Wintle could do a job and it'd be he's not he's got that flair maybe as Ramsey and Caldwell but he's still got that delivery and
2: that pass Yeah, and he could control the game for us as well completely agree I think he's a really really tidy player Wintle I really like him um, I actually prefer him maybe to roles. Um but like you said like if we're playing away from home it's a trickier side then yeah I, I think defensively it's probably better to, to pack that midfield out um, but yeah rather a next game like you know Bottom of the table, nearly. Come on, this is yeah. the chance. We're going to get a lot of the ball. It'd be, it, I think it'd be a great chance to see Cole on the
0: 100%. I mean, Wintle has stepped up a lot recently after facing fi- some mild scrutiny at the start of the season. But like you said, Will, I would say he has definitely stepped up and playing a, f- a couple of different roles. But I couldn't agree more, to be honest, than uh, about Cole. Where, like, I think we mentioned good points about over replacements. Robbo, everyone knows I'm a massive fan of Robbo. I mean, last season he was by far... Left- our best player really kept, kept us, realistically kept us up if we really want to talk with the grand scheme of things, himself and Kaba. But honestly, I think Carl Wallace's opportunity, like you said, is written in the stars. Is all coming out. He signed his new contract with his brother. He's now been given a few opportunities and the Rams, he knows, he knows where he stands in the team. He knows he's Ramsey's understudy, he knows he's Ramsey's backup and now Ramsey is injured this is where he can step up and really step into that role and we'll see how much he wants it which I think it's quite easy to see as a Cardiff fan that he does really very much want it so I mean it's up to our bullet but I think no matter what he goes with I think we fully back him in whatever decision he makes whether he thinks this might suit with this team or this might suit with that team but definitely um definitely back him 100 percent and well, you're the normally the man for stats, but I've got one for you, yeah? We are one of the eight teams that have scored every game in the English Football Leagues. Now, lads, we talk about how mad it is to say certain things about Qaeda City these days, but how much of an unbelievable difference is that since
1: last year, since recent memory? Massive, mate. Massive. Um, we were quite an alpha goals last year. <laughs> we signed a strike in Jeremy and Cardiff to get those goals. And we've just been lacking. And obviously, at the start of the season... And um, Especially pre-season, with the any goals in pre-season, really. And we are like, oh, not, not another year of this. But you mentioned a the stat there, but I'll throw it back at you if you want. Oh. Mark McGuinness' winner against Sunderland last time out was kind of 10 different goal scorers this season. Wow. This is the same... We've, um, we're level with Newcastle and Wrexham. That's that. The only teams with 10 different goal scorers, so... Great stat. we score scoring goals from all over the park. Great stat. All over the park. All over the park goals. Set pieces is what we lacked last year. Seen some recently, so... The teams were scoring goals, they're all firing. What do you think the biggest factor then, Dan,
2: in that? Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, that's, that's, a, that's an amazing stat. Um, the factor is we've got a proper manager who's obviously telling each player what, what to do on the pitch. Also, we're a lot more direct. We've got wingers who want to take on their man. We've got wingers who want to cut inside. We've got midfielders that are coming forward and pushing forward to be on the edge of the box when that ball comes back. We've got players who are literally putting their bodies on the line to get to the ball first. That's the difference. We've got players who want to play, and you know, are, are confident as well. They've got that confidence behind them, and and like you said about set pieces, you know, Cardiff City, we're we're known for being a set piece team. That's our that's our bread and butter. But yeah, when we signed Guta, I was like, yeah, we're gonna score a lot. I saw, I think I saw like four YouTube videos of him just banging him in with his head. <laughs> Honestly, but yeah. Um, yeah, just confidence. Honestly, any one of those players feels like they can score. I think Perry ng G's been finding himself. Aww. No nosebleeds again this season, like right, right at the top end of the pitch. Like, yeah,
1: talking about Perry NG, he's, I was looking for the data of the team, creating goal actions. He's he's top. Goal creating actions. He's top. Perspective assists. He's right at the top. He's leading the way. Bove Ramsey. Bove. Tanner, all these players he's up there because oh, I don't know how but those crosses are doing somewhere. <laughs> tell you that now
2: Direct Unreal. we're being direct I love it and yeah all of the confidence in the players they can all go forward and they can all they're not afraid to to burst into the box get you know have a shot on target take a player on and uh, that's what we've been missing in the last couple of seasons um, and, and yeah we're confident the boys want the boys know they can score goals as well which is which is a hugely positive thing in this league
0: most definitely. And Periengi, I mean, I can't speak highly enough. I talk about players being so good last season. I talk about Robbo and I even to bring up Kaba. But Periengi, he's been my he's been my Swaz player of the year for the last two years. I, I can't speak higher for the Scouts Periengi. I just, I, I love him. And and like you said, well, I mean, them creating chances, you can see it. And like you said, Dan, him being more direct, you can see it. And you can see him fighting. I just love his fight and desire for the club. I feel like he really gets it as well and he fights for the badge as well and he really takes pride in what he does so yeah massive massive fan of Perry NG and that's a brilliant stat well I'm glad you'll be able to give him some recognition with some numbers but also as you mentioned within a stats with Mike McGuinness being the 10th different goal score. I mean how good has he been recently in this part of the season I mean many fans had even calling out maybe future captain I
1: mean how great has he been well no, he's been unreal. He's I think the Panzo thing is really pushing forward to be a better player. Like we know Panzo's quality. And we've barely seen him play for England in the twenty ones, nineteen. Gone to France, and he's sitting on the bench for us. And um, the Guinness has really shown himself. And came from Arsenal, of course. And he could play with the ball in defense. He's tall. He's strong, physical. Good in the air. He said last year and this year. It's like this year they want to score more goals and way to do against against Sundance <laughs> fighting off his goal actually going back to it he it looked like he didn't know what was going on he just ran straight to the back <laughs> and hit him on the head <laughs> but like he's in the right position so at least he's getting it so um, nah he's been really solid and even as like his last like um, ditch tackles or like in the box he just throws himself in the box I'm like what's he doing but like he's blocking the cross he's blocking the shots in like areas which he, we haven't seen like defenders defending like that for us and it's been unreal for us Could you see him as a future captain Dan?
2: Yeah, I think so. He's got that pedigree, like you said, coming through at Arsenal. We know he's a great ball-playing defender. Um, And then when he was out on loan last season, he played terrific for Sheffield Wednesday. And that experience, I think, really helped him to be the player he is now. Um, Even lower league is tougher. He's more physical. He played really, really well there. And I think he found himself... He found his... Not his level, but I think he found a level that he knew that he was better than. Um, And in the Championship this season, you know, he... Like I said earlier, the, the players have got confidence in themselves and Bullets bringing that into them. And obviously, working on the training ground and set pieces, we're seeing it pay off as well.
0: Most oh, definitely. Another player who's been in some impressive form and is really starting to become a fan's favourite is the <laughs> keeper, Jack Arnick. I mean, you've seen Ryan Orsloff go for the door. Some people are questioning. And he's had a very impressive start at Hull, getting two the matches and two games on the bounce. I mean... It seems like people have forgotten all about it since Jack Onyx has been good. How has he been so effective, so early on? Well, is it again like like Matt McGuinness? Has he got a sort of boot up the backside?
1: Yeah, obviously. Another Arsenal player, um, <laughs> Renison coming on loan. But um, no, I, th- I think, I don't know. He's just he's just done well he's played. He's been brave. He's punched balls out the box. He's um, commanded the ball from corners. He's told his defence. And it looks like he's trying to make his claim for a position. Obviously, he sat on the bench last year, all the way through the season. Some people were like, "Why is he? Why weren't he playing a roll stop?" And also with that dip, but obviously he's shown um, his quality, and he must have loved the Sutherland game. Obviously, being a Newcastle fan and playing in front of forty thousand Geordies, and and even against a Swansea game, cupping the Swansea fans. He's like, he's really like enjoying himself. It looks like he's like he really, like he wants to be the number one. He hasn't came back to be like the second choice keeper again this season. And good on him, really. He's he looks like a decent lad. Obviously, that interview with the fans' questions he had, and he looks like a right guy.
2: Like <laughs> he fits the mold, doesn't he? Dan, he's amazing. Honestly, <laughs> I love him. Like I look at him and I'm and I'm thinking, hold on a second. You look at Allsop as well, playing really, really well for Hull at the minute. I'm like, how on earth have we got probably two of the best goalkeepers in the league sitting <laughs> on our bench the last two seasons that we've been stinking. So, but like, yeah, like like you said, confidence. The confidence, like he got a new contract as well. In after the Swansea game, yeah, Um he's like he, he's had Bullet come up to him and be like, "Right, you are my number one this season." That confidence in players, especially goalkeepers, like he's you know he's spent well nearly all of the time at the club at the minute sitting on the bench. It's it's not been good for him. He's probably been sitting around thinking, "What can I do to get in this team?" If the team is not playing great, Um and he's had that chance. And obviously we we did get uh, Renison on loan from Arsenal. He played that one game. And and pretty quickly I think we realised nah I think Alnick is our number one and, and yeah, since he's come straight back in, he's looked superb. Um, putting his body on the line, coming out for crosses, battling with players in the air and, and making some terrific, terrific saves. Game changing
3: saves.
1: That's against Blackburn. No, a Blackburn. No, Coventry. Sorry. Bottom, oh. bottom corner right in front of us as well. I was like, oh my god, fair play. Some great play reactions, safe. some great reactions, and then punches
0: when he comes out for crosses. I mean, I know it gets you a bit weary, Will, but he flies oh. out for them.
1: No messing about. No full conviction. Just comes out buff. It's not I even mean, the position. It's the fact like he's like punching. Like if he misses a ball, someone's gonna knock out. Like it's like <laughs> some power in that punch, brand. No, it's like an over the top ball. It's like a really
0: <laughs> over the top ball. I mean, we've mentioned a lot about our back five there, including the goalkeeper. I mean, is this set in stone at the moment with Arnick, with McGuinness and Gutas, who have been quite a tidy little duo, with Collins down the left back, who has been absolutely fantastic at the start of the season, really solidified that position, and Perry and G, who we mentioned. Is that back five, would you say, set in stone for Bullet?
2: Yeah, don't forget. Yeah, Jamalu. Jamalu's been superb this season. Like since he come back from injury, we saw at the start of last season, uh, Norwich game before he got injured, he looked like like the real deal in that left back spot, someone that we've been crying out for. Um, and honestly, I, I I don't think we can improve that team that defensive defensively. I I look at it, and I'm I got so much confidence in that team. I think, and especially with Shop, it's just sitting in front of them. It it solidifies that entire back five, back six um it gives us a really good platform for going forward as well and, and like you know getting those one nilers away from home against Sunderland it, it it really really is is positive as well.
1: Has to be set in stone do you think as well well? Yeah, hundred percent. That uh, Collins, we mentioned um the commentary game, he was just unreal, um, wasn't he? He just And even the Sunderland game where i had to post the stats on the social media and oh my God, like the last three games he's played, there's just five out of five tackles I think or something like that. I just... know one could go past him. And, like... Remember that Japanese win, yeah? You see... You know, he had a long day against him, but he, he stopped him from doing what he was meant to do. And, like... He's a real, friend. I'm a real player. And it was a shame that we didn't see him more last year, but... I had a big question. Mark, would he be the same player when he came back this year? And... Yeah, he proved me wrong. I'm real left back. The commander. The commander... The commander. Is back in, in the action. Back. <laughs> the
0: commander is back. The commander is back. Well, lads... The next... Three fixtures now, we mentioned earlier on, Rotherham at home, and then Middlesbrough away, Watford away. I mean, Rotherham, we mentioned what type of team they are and team coming up against Middlesbrough, though, having a fantastic season last season under uh, Michael Carrick and looking quite weak to start us off. And Watford, he'll always be Watford. I mean, well, how are we shaping up?
1: Well, Rotherham, <laughs> they don't they like to play us, I'll tell you that now. Um, they won. We won five of our last six league games against Rotherham. And do you know when the last time we, during you know the last time, Robin beat us at home? Any guesses? Two thousand and four, two thousand seven. Nah, it was in Indian Park, <laughs> August
3: nineteen
1: ninety eight. And boys, Robin McCarthy meme. If I can't get worse, so it can. <laughs> Since beating Sheffield United in November twenty twenty two, Robin have failed to win in any of the last seventeen away league games. Seven losses, ten dro- no seven draws, eleven and ten losses. So
0: don't say Do that. that.
2: My- I mean that's that's QPR all over again. <laughs> now, oh, isn't don't, it? Don't,
0: don't 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 bring it into existence. Don't bring it into reality. <laughs> Do not bring it into reality. But no, Leave I mean, us off the hackers this weekend.
1: Boys, <laughs> <honestly>. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> Seventeen games though, away games. Yeah, so te- seven draws and ten losses. Wow. I want to know how good they've been doing at home then. <laughs>
0: that's, 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 that's unbelievable. That is unbelievable. So what are we saying there, lads? Three points there at home?
2: Yeah, got to be. So. Got to be. <laughs> has to be. I think, I think we, we'd be disappointed if, if it wasn't anything but three points. Three
0: points in a Ruben Caldwell goal, is it? Yes, please. Can you see it, Will? Can you see it? Tell it look into the crystal ball. Can you see it? Is Ruben Caldwell scoring against them or no? What's going on? I can't see him. <laughs> it's
1: like not not in the fact of car, I just nothing's coming to my
0: head, like I can't see nothing. Sorry. <laughs> so middle spread no, away. No, Middlesbrough away. Michael Carrick's side, you haven't had the strongest start of the season Global to say stars. the
2: least. Yeah. i I was so surprised by that, honestly. The way Middlesbrough were playing last season, I genuinely thought they're they and up up there and up, you know, and it, in and amongst it again in the playoffs. So seeing them the start they've made this season, really, really surprising. Um, and obviously we played Sunderland very similar long long trip up there um, could be could be another nice 1-0 I think yeah awful
1: start five losses two draws and one win obviously they lost It was the striker it was Akpon, 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 Akpon yeah and they lost Archer as well they've lost a couple of wins. and weeks. Giles Giles Giles, yeah, was, Giles big, big win to Luton yeah he was massive we know our great years home, I think mm. like, even like there, I think his stats last year were like creating chances he was right up there in the championship Yo, so absolutely. It's like, um, I'm not sure what, what's the word, like, it looks like they're out of energy, you not know? like, out of energy, like, like, last year was, like, their, like, season to do it, type of Yeah, thing. they're out of like, juice. Amazing. Like, of like a hangover type of thing, I'm like, not really up for it. Be interesting to see where if Michael Carey keeps his job as well, because obviously, decent manager, if he has some players and he's a decent manager, but hasn't had the best of starts. So,
0: we're going for another
1: three points, one nil,
0: you're saying, Dan?
2: Yeah, I'd take a point, though, I'd take a point. I, was, I think it'd be a draw, I think
1: it'd be four. Ooh. yeah four points so far okay okay and what for the way
0: down up to but just the, the normal just the normal london what for home run i think oh wow well then I've, i'm not i'm not doing a good job as a host but Wait, Watford you'll, be at home. Get, you'll be going to the wrong
2: game i if know i you be remember. there in north
0: london where is it, everyone where, where is them where are they <laughs> but no what for at home then i mean is that a automatic like, three points at the moment
2: no, I don't, I don't. I don't think it's an automatic. I, I honestly think it's, they're, they're they're a tough team, and the championship is so unpredictable. Like they could turn up and and you know they could yeah. thrash us four 0 if they wanted to, um, but obviously if it's at home, that's a lot yeah. a lot better. That's a lot better for it us. Makes either. a
0: difference, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, it does. Because <laughs> honestly, you know, this season we've got to make we've got to make home a fortress. We've got to win those games at home, and then try and nick them away like we did against Sunderland. That, that's got to be the formula this year for Bullet if you want to be up there in amongst the playoffs. So I think we, that's, we've got it. we've 100% got to get a result there.
1: Homecoming as well for team Whitehead, sister Matt Andrew. Oh,
2: really? Never.
1: Wow. Yeah, is it, Ismail? is it really Oh yeah, really is Ismael. one putter, was mm-hmm. So um, two wins, three draws, three losses, so. Interesting. Ooh, very interesting, very interesting, give him a warm
0: welcome back to the capital, send him <laughs> on with a loss like, send him on with a loss, like. but no you're right there dad, I mean the home, the Cardiff City Stadium really has to be a fortress this season and it's really on us as fans as well to try and pack that place out as much as possible and make it hard for opposing teams to come and take points, just, just not making it easy I think is the most important thing, is not making yeah. it
2: easy just just a note on that as well like for the swansea game we didn't actually mention it but the atmosphere the atmosphere oh, was probably the best i've i've seen in yeah. in years. so obviously the club fair play to them have stepped up in terms of uh, making the match day atmosphere better too which is great um but yeah like like you said it's honest now to to turn up and and make the noise and make it a place that teams don't want to come and play
1: especially and they've backed it up with wins as well after the derby that's the most important thing yeah. There's no point winning the derby and then losing the next game especially at home and they've done well against sell as well, so... Come and support sort of the boys and make some noise. All it aboard it, the, oh, oh,
2: the bullet trail.
1: All aboard the bullet
0: trail. Oh I mean, it's it's bright times at Cardiff, it's bright times. I'm just I'm just happy, okay, guys? I'm just happy. I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy to be a part of it, boys. I'm happy to be a part of it. But unfortunately, lads, we're coming to the end of the show. Great show has been. But before we go anywhere, I want your Tune of the Week. Will, what have you
1: got for us first? Guess oh, what? funny enough... Is, Funny enough, this song is becoming a thing after games out in football stadiums and I feel this year. When I did the dishes and on my house chores on a Wednesday morning, I was put I was asking to play Rocking Over the Worlds just to keep me going. Starting the morning off right. <laughs> and now and now we Cardiff play, I'm like, Oh what a what a tune, I love I love the song. And also it's Jack's song now as well, the keeper, so um what a tune. Um, so rocking of the Worlds State is cute. Where have we
2: got for this, Dad? Um yeah, I'm going to do a little bit of a Welsh music plug. Um, I know we'll Ryd's big, big uh, ledge, Rydian Bowen phillips big, uh, big fan of the, uh, the show as well. Um, he, he, he put in a Gookie um, request last yeah. time he was off. Um, we've since released uh, a new song. It's the Rugby World Cup song, obviously different sport, um, but it's called Irgad, um and the music video will be coming out in the next week mm-hmm. or so, so keep an eye out on WIU socials, on the Gookie socials. But yeah, Irgad, that's my, um that's my request definitely
0: good shout good shout well mine is of this week no it doesn't relate to any uh, football or rugby or anything but you know how we do it by ice cube because that's the exact tune i was playing after we won that game against swansea looking out into the dark sky it was beautiful it was absolutely (laughs) beautiful along with it's been amazing seeing some more songs as well at the Cardiff city Stadium, like you mentioned jack ornick Tanner as well, like like yeah. I said about us as fans, we immortalise players. Tanner is just in that game, in that day, just created a song now, and I'll be in for life. What a great club! <laughs> what a great moment! What a great time! But Dan, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. and yeah. thank you for having me on. It's been great. Of course, of course. And we hope to see you again on the Swaz. but more importantly, we hope to see our beloved Cardiff City can continue this form, but even more so, this entertaining and expansive football. Come on, boys. Let's keep it up. Bluebirds!
2: Bluebirds!